Yo, what's up, everyone? This is Kazi. It's Jacob, JMB. Back, uh, episode eight of season two of Full Brew Hip Hop. Uh, it's been a while. We had a couple hiatuses, baby-wise, but uh, yeah. we're back on the mic. Them pesky kids getting in the way of us. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, uh, you know, <clears throat> because this is going to live forever, uh, you know, when our children <clears throat> listen to their dads hanging out in the basement recording a podcast for like 12 people to listen to. <laughs> um we love you. We love you. Uh, congratulations on the birth of your second child. Oh, yes. Thank you. Uh, that was five weeks ago. God dang. Yeah. It's about five weeks old now. Exactly, uh, actually. Exactly five weeks. It's Friday. It's starting to get a tiny bit better sleep-wise, but it's been about nine and a half years since I've dealt with that, and I didn't even appreciate my own warnings of hey like sleep is gonna be shitty yeah uh, i think it's sleep wise dominic one day maybe you'll hear this but it's breaking daddy's balls man yeah. I, I love you god let me get some sleep <laughs> yeah uh, it'll, it'll get better though i mean i remember you know with helena she was uh a little rough and then she was giving us like seven eight hours yeah for like after one month and now that she's started day, uh, daycare, you know, Katie went back to work at the childcare center, so she's bringing Kate, uh, bringing Helena with her, um, you know, which is great because like, gives me the freedom to work and do things, and Katie can be right down the hallway from her own. That's amazing. You know, baby, and she gets lonely. She can pop in there and look at her and stuff. But uh, yeah, she's been waking up at three in the morning now because she goes to bed much earlier, you know. So it's kind of like. I've, kind of feel your pain i'm not i i got unused to waking up in the middle of the night dude if she was if if my kid was waking up at 3 a.m i would be staying up until 4 to just avoid that wake up yeah i I, the shock of the wake up is worse than the sleep deprivation yeah yeah for me at least yeah um who are we listening to oh man we're listening to coolio and then unfortunately this is the only coolio song that i have on my ipod um and i think that it's is it's, it's the quintessential uh, Coolio song, and um, Coolio unfortunately passed away um, last month. So today is October fourteenth, twenty twenty-two, uh, at very eleven thirty p.m. as we're recording this. But uh, I'm fairly certain that Coolio passed like in September, mid-September, late September, um, and. Uh, it's, it was one of those things. I was driving, and I think you texted. No, I, I was working. I was doing a food truck event. And then I was That's leaving. Right. I was leaving the event or something like that. And then I checked my phone, and I saw that you had texted that Coolio passed. And I was like, God damn. That was, uh... I mean, we... We lost a lot of... I would say hip-hop artists or even just like a lot of people right but like coolio was like more of like an og like, yeah and he was relatively young uh, i saw nina turner i don't know uh if anybody like follows nina turner but like uh she was saying like with coolio passing it's just like a pattern of like 
black males dying young, even not due to violence, but like yeah. health complications, not necessarily, it could be from like previous drug use, partying, right. but it could also just be like diet and things, which was kind of like the point of the movie, I think, Soul Food, which was yeah. then parodied by Boondocks, amazing yeah. show. Um, but the, the itis episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that show. Uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's tough being fans of rap and hip hop. And then, you know, I mean, like, I can't, I can't tell you where I was when Biggie and Tupac died. Right. But like older, oh. o- older folk can. Right. And like that kind of like hit hard for, um, you know, all of us as fans of, of rap. And I think now as we're like moving you know i think like nate dog was like the first one you know i was in like business 102 at mcc <laughs> and uh the news broke mm. on my blackberry you know and then i was like oh spilled water all over know. my shirt that's all right i think it was like march 16th or something like that may 16th one, it was one of those i i like etched it into the desk at mcc uh and you know like um that's i think like when it just kind of like it sunk in and now, you know, this year, like, we lost DMX, we lost Coolio, uh, <clears throat> we lost... MF Doom. Yeah, man. Uh, there's way Ju- more. Juice but... World a couple of years ago, you know, like, yeah. it's, it just, uh... That one was, the, that was Gen Z's yeah. first one yeah. that hit them hard. Yeah, yeah. Kind of brought them down to reality. Either yeah. that or, I don't know if I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation mm. of the name, but Tentacion. X Tentacion. I don't know how to say it. There's like three X's. I don't know if you say all the X's. Yeah, I don't even know what uh, that was. But he's like a he's like a Juice World kind. Of, if I was gonna talk sure. to you like somebody with my own like taste, yeah. he's sort of like a forgive me like a sad, depressing, downer yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. still hip hop. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the emo of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's those guys. But keep, I liked. Keep I was more Cuddy, kind of. Yeah, although he's. Yeah. Top tier. Top tier, top tier. He got um, a new cartoon show on Netflix. Oh, word? Yeah, so he's getting paid. That's what's up, man. I mean, the Man on the Moon is a a, 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 quart, a, a quartet. Would you call it a quartet? It wasn't a trio of albums, because he like, surprised everyone with like a surprise drop of the fourth album. So it's like a, a, a quintet. Or quartet? Quintet is five. Quartet. I don't know what you would call it, but a quad. I know not much about Kid Cudi. I like him. Wait, wait are we just doing the Applebee's. one song? Or is there... That's all I got on oh, my iPod. Oh. I just, like, I heard, like, uh, the deafening, like, lack of background. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Am, is my voice like that? Um, so... Is that my voice? <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, Kid Cudi. Yeah, like, I, I've liked Kid Cudi since, like, his debut. But I never kind of dove deep. And I think the main almost like cliche song of day and night yeah still slaps for me oh yeah and i mean uh, that whole album though like i i relate to him he he he's not like shy to talk about like mental health and yeah. kid cuddy i fuck with so he used to his first name's scott right is and, it and he used to work at applebee's and he's like gone on like i think like conan or seth meyers or something like that like late a late night show and he talks about how like he had a different name tag. He, like, had another name tag made because you could just make your own name tags. And so, like, on a Friday night, a busy Friday night, he'd put on another name tag and be, like, Adam for the night. And he'd, like, act differently and behave differently and tell people stuff. And then they'd come in and they'd be like, 
Yeah, um, I want to talk to the manager about, like, the skinny black kid who was, like, my <laughs> server the other night, and they're like, oh, who are you talking about? And they're like, his name is Adam. And like, you, you mean Scott? And they're like, um, no. <laughs> like, he said his name was Adam. Yeah, so he, he was just, like, just fucking with him. I, I don't, I'm doing the story uh, in, in disjustice. Injustice? I'm injustice. Not, injustice? Doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Coolio, dude. Like, I remember. I remember that song. I think it was also made very popular by Weird Al's um, parody of it, Amish Paradise. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, our friend Adam Eman, he uh, made a mashup on YouTube of uh, Gangsters Paradise, but every other note is from Amish Paradise. Oh I don't know what it takes to edit that, but um, we could put the link in our Instagram page for this live, perhaps. He has to uh... that video, um, to his YouTube channel. Uh, if you just if you go to YouTube and you search "quote man goes through table" end quote, the first video is of me at a Bills game being thrown through a folding table. For those people who don't know. Uh, it's like a rite of passage as a Bills fan to break a folding table at a tailgating event before the game where you just drink and... Oh, yeah. And for yeah. anybody that might be listening uh, not in America, yeah, uh, we ain't talking about soccer. Yeah. And the tailgating Bills, is... American football. <laughs> tailgating is when you just kind of... It's, it's like a picnic, but you're really just getting fucked up and, like, tossing the ball around and goofing off before the game. Yep. Uh, mostly drinking, but people do barbecue and grill and yeah, yeah. hot dogs and shit. Uh, but, like, yeah, the Bills are, like, notoriously, like, the most... Uh, it's like them and, like, the uh, 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 the Eagles The fans. Eagles, yeah. yeah. Well, the Eagles will tell, tear their city down whether they win or lose. Yeah. Like, they're the best day ever or the yeah. worst day ever. Like, yeah. that city's on fire. Uh, bunch the of city rascals. of the city of brotherly love. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it is a rite of passage. Not yeah. one that I've gone through. I've, I'm not a true Bills fan. I'm a Bills supporter. I'm an ally. Yeah. So if you go, if you search on YouTube, man goes through table, and then go to Adam's page. Right, he's the one who uh, he uploaded that video, and uh, search for uh, and through his playlist or his library of videos, it's. Gangster's Paradise, but every other note is replaced with the note from uh, Weird Al's parody of it, Amish Paradise. Obscure. Which, and it's in a different key, so it's like, bam, 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 bam. It's, it's, it sounds funky, but it, it works, man. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, um, RIP to Coolio. Definitely uh, quintessential in 90s rap and hip-hop. The Keenan and Cal intro. Was it Keenan and Cal or was it all that? I mean, they were on all that, right? No, no, but, right, well... I, don't, I had never seen it. I, I, just, oh. I just learned about it, like, a month no, ago. No, I think it was Keenan and Cal. Because Keenan and Cal had their own show, like, of similar nature, like a sketch show. But it was, like, all that was, like, SNL for kids, kind of. Yes. Keenan and Cal, they were, like, so well-liked that they just got, like, their own show. Just them. But, like, the intro to that... What? <laughs> Good Burger? Good Burger was a movie that was based on a sketch from uh, all that one of them, but uh, right. <laughs> but it had both those guys. I mean, yeah, but no, no, no. Keenan and Cal is just it's just another sketch show. But the intro to that was uh, we're gonna have to play it, but that song actually uh, super slaps. And you know what? No, Emergency. 
I'm gonna have to. He ended the Instagram <laughs> live, everybody. So for our audio listeners, you get an extra, extra little bump. Um, You're gonna all right. This song would make my week. The fucking nineties. This this is the shit right here. Okay, yeah, dog, hit it. And Coolio did this song. Okay. Yeah. We gotta love the uh, the ads on YouTube. <laughs> Little Nas X, I can't give you any airtime, dog. Sorry. Oh, shit. Uh, this is a hip-hop podcast, not a pop or whatever. Mm. Coach. Oh, here it goes. Got a very West Coast feel. Is this instrumental? No. What the? Oh. Yeah. You know what's? You know what's great? Uh, I sent you this TikTok of a dude, kind of talking about like what's like the one, uh, like rap or hip-hop verse that everybody can recite at least one verse right and he like kind of like broke broke it down he was like doing a whole bunch of analytics and stuff it was like a three minute long tiktok and mm-hmm. you got to really like commit to those but <laughs> he uh he eventually landed on like eminem lose yourself right because it was to accompany it was like a song about the movie eight mile although lose yourself was never in eight mile right Give so, me a break. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Well, so that, and then, Give me and, a fucking break. Right. And, so then, and then he was like, well, because it accompanied film, right, that's why it's so well known. And then he thought for a second, oh, but there's another one that also accompanied like visual media, which was the Fresh Prince. And then there you go. Like oh. everybody, that song comes on and everyone's going to sing it. Well, I just thought like, I kind of just blew my own mind, but is that... For our generation and not for all hip hop fans, like if you're 16 years old, do you give a shit about that song? I think you know it. I think it's one of those things that you might know because, like, Fresh Prince is syndicated, so you might be seeing that as like a rerun on TV, or you might see the clips now on TikTok. I mean, like, who knows? Like, do 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 kids watch TV anymore? Does T is TV and cable like a thing? Or do kids just like turn on streaming services? I feel like they're watching Twitch. I feel like the kids are they're they're doing B reels, and they're doing Twitch. What the fuck is a B reel? B reel. I like B reel, but the, nobody's the, on there. Wait, B reel, the dude from fucking Cypress Hill? <laughs> nah, man. Uh, rim shot. Rim shot. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we got baby sleeping upstairs. Oh, oh. <laughs> um. So, elevator pitch. Um. B reel is the anti-influencer social network so you can't be fake and all it is is there's like a timer and you just oh yeah you oh fuck yeah and be real it um so it takes a selfie cam and a back cam at the same time yeah and then that's it but it's everybody at the same time so everybody like on your network sees where you're at what you're doing so if you're doing something dope cool but if you're just like fucking around, boring Friday night, like you gotta be real. Does it just like turn on? You can't control it. You don't know really when it's coming, and you can do it late, but it like harasses you. It's like you're 15 minutes late for your B reel. So, oh, but it would be shitty if it just turned the cameras on and broadcast you, and you know you're in a compromising position. 
No, it just... <laughs> oh, nah, nah. It doesn't, like, auto-do it, but it, like, shames you if you, like, miss the window. Damn. Um, I'd just be like, sorry, I was taking a shit. <laughs> it's pretty popular. Uh, the, the Washington Post TikTok guy, you yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, he's always talking about B-Reels. That's how I learned about it. I uh, think be real from Cypress Hill should sue these motherfuckers, but it's B-E, right and he's back. just B. But still, man, it's say, it sounds the same. Or a partnership idea, I mean. God, I fucking love... I feel like we were supposed to see Cypress. The Tonage. I don't know. And then he, like... We, when the ladies were going and then he's like oh do you want to see Cypress Hill on a Friday night and then oh yeah it was like uh, at a at a at a at a fucking casino yeah Del Lago or Niagara Seneca Niagara one of them yeah he's going through some stuff so maybe that didn't yeah, follow yeah. Him. catch catch the next Cypress Hill show uh, that'd be dope though Man, I don't care I touched Be Real's fucking size 13 Nikes when he was crowd surfing during the Prophets of Rage show so, that was dope. Nice. I mean, I do care about seeing Cypress Hill. No. You know what? Fucking Wu-Tang tweeted earlier today because they wrapped up the New York State of Mind tour and they were like, thanks to everybody who made it awesome. And I wanted to fucking comment on it so bad and be like, thanks for playing a show in New York, you fucking dicks. Dude, I like, typed that out when I saw that tweet. Oh, my God. But I didn't send it. I was like... I still like them. I, yeah. I'm salty, but I don't want to yeah. be a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. No, peace and blessings to all the dudes in the Wu-Tang Clan. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, big ups to y'all. We're just salty that we didn't get a chance to go see y'all. If y'all um, would have called it, like, the every other state but New York state of mine, maybe just a little bit less salty. But Maybe they were going to do Rock the Bells and it fell through, but, like, how the fuck does, how the fuck does Wu-Tang Clan not get Rock the Bells unless, like... Hot 97 is fucking putting it on And they're just like Remember that beef we had in 94? Fuck y'all I don't know if it was exactly 94 But it was um, I think it was like right It was after uh, Yeah I think it was after Wu-Tang Forever came out And they were like on tour with Rage Against the Machine And they were mad that like Rage was getting paid more than them Do we talk about the Wu on every cast? I'm not mad if we do I mean probably um, That's that's fine. Cold woo and hip hop. Cold woo and hip hop. So, uh, what kind of coffee you been drinking, man? <laughs> I have been drinking a lot of coffee. Yeah. So, uh, Starbucks mostly. I get two orders. I get like a, uh, the venti, the uh, caramel frappuccino, almond milk, All no whip, right. no drizzle, two extra shots of espresso, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then espresso. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, but today I got that in a tall. Uh, and but then I've been getting a chai, just just the chai fucking hits, bro. It does. It's man. not even about the caffeine, even though it is caffeine. Yeah. I just it just hits. So, um, but what about what about you, caffeine wise? Um, so we, you know, haven't been needing it as much as you guys, right? Because y'all are getting a lot less sleep than us. <laughs> um, but with Katie going back to work last week, and she just completed her second week back at work. Things have just been kind of like a little like um, different in our household. So uh, she has definitely been doing like she makes like a morning coffee, almond milk, ice chips, like protein, uh, like steel cut oats and flaxseed, fucking shake thing. 
Uh, so she she's been doing just like Keurig, man. We we fired up the uh like the big the big Keurig. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we had the slim one rocking for a little bit, but then almost like on the fritz a little. Like I think the problem was with the needle. Uh, like I cleaned it earlier today. You saw it. It was just being weird and like not dispensing the coffee in the cup for her. So I switched back to that. Um, I mean, she's been doing uh, like the French vanilla latte from Tim Hortons. And uh, I've been copping that. Uh, it's man, I, I hate it that it's a Justin Bieber featured Tim Hortons drink, but it's the Red Bull drink. They got Red Bull now at, wow. at Tim Hortons. So they add this like raspberry flavor syrup or they add like blueberry syrup to one and they use like the, the, the coconut, like the yellow Red Bulls. So you can get, wait, so it's not even coffee? Yeah, it's called the Sunrise Sunset. It's like a refresher? Yeah, something okay. like that. It's cold, it's, I mean like, cause Tim Hortons has been fucking up for me lately, you know, like they, they'd be putting that like flavor syrup in my cold brew and it, it's like stuck at the bottom. So like I get hit in the face with like all the sweetness at the end. Cause I don't use straws when I drink my cold brew. So, uh, but I've been trying to, you know, cut back on like purchasing coffee out on the go, right? Cause shit adds oh, up. Bro, and I know. With Helena being in daycare, it's like two fifty a week now. So like, even and even even Katie runs the joint. We, you know, we still yeah. gotta pay. So, um, but uh, yeah. So I've been doing like coffee in the morning here at home. So it's the, the K cups. They really get it going for me. Um, right now, I'm, uh, we're both drinking water. You have uh, OG Mountain Dew for your caffeine. And, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm shocked by the amount of caffeine I've had in this 24-hour cycle. Yeah. Because you get, like, the weird jitters. Do you remember, like, doing an overnight at the employer that shall not be named when we used to have <laughs> to randomly, like, been voluntold to do an overnight? Of course, of course. And, uh... I would do like the biggest Red Bull ever and I would like drink enough of it to then dump a five hour energy into it. And then I would just chug that. And then like you get, you feel like, you just feel off, you feel weird cause you've like consumed so much caffeine in like a short amount of time. And then your body is literally just running on that. Is that how you feel? When I, uh, no, I feel, That was the that was the baby's first three weeks. That was like that. Yeah. Right now, I'm not getting great sleep, but I'm getting enough sleep where it almost it feels like a reset. But the cool the cool thing about this sleep is that I I do have like insanely vivid dreams every time I close my eyes for like ten seconds. Mm. It doesn't take very much for me to get yeah. all the way deep sleep. Like oh god. Your body just hits that that REM. It's like when you you fall asleep in uh, college. <laughs> your body's like so tired, and you're like doing like the head nod because you're trying to fight staying staying awake. And then uh, you like fall asleep, and then you like have like that real quick like REM. And, you know, it's interesting too because like there'll be times where like I'm really tired, and I literally just like I lay down for like ten minutes, and I have like a full ass like huge. REM dream and then I like wake up because like I fall or something in the dream and like it startles me awake and I'll be like Katie how long was I sleep for and she's like like 10 minutes uh but sometimes that's all you need as a yawn <laughs> um sometimes it's all you need man like 
And I think your body knows that too. It'll just like force you in a REM immediately, which could sometimes be j dangerous, right? Like that's how like sleep paralysis works. That's that scares me on my long car rides because I'm like terrified to get too comfortable because yeah. I'd like just one knot off and then I'm like upside down in a ditch or something. Like, that's God damn, man. happened to like, a couple of family members. It's happened to like at least three family yeah. members. So, um, but. Man, they say driving tired is, like, way worse than driving drunk, which is so insane. But I have been tired before, and I have, like, reached my destination. And then, like, I turn the car off, and I'm like, how the hell did I get here? And then all of a sudden, I wake up, right? I'm, like, filled with, like, different um, uh, chemicals or something, like, in my brain. And then I'm more alert because I'm, like, at my destination. And I'm like, how the fuck did I just get here? And then, like, I panic because there's, like, large missing chunks from my journey <laughs> that I don't remember. That fucking autopilot. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, my God, dude. So, a friend of my guy I know, guy I know, he was uh, fucking high out of his mind and driving in the local neighborhood, and he mentioned to me that... It was uh, more terrifying than than being drunk or sleep paralyzed behind the wheel or anything like that. Uh, that's enough to scare a lot of people from doing that. And uh, Hi, I'm we? No. So uh, you know, um, not to justify driving while intoxicated on anything, but like, uh, not justify or like condone. That's the word I'm looking for. Not to condone driving under the influence of intoxicants. Uh, I don't know what the statute of limitations is, but a guy I know uh, was driving somewhere, and uh, we were discussing it. Um, we may or may not have been traveling in the vehicle at the time of this certain level of intoxication uh, of an undisclosed substance. <laughs> it's like I'm making it like way worse when I'm trying to like cover all my bases. Anyway, um, someone look up the statute of limitations and let us know. And um, then we'll tell our friend. Yeah, we'll, t we'll tell him or her. Uh, but they, um, <laughs> uh, they were like, you know, it's not that difficult to stay in between two lines. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? You're fucking right. Because, like, unless I'm blackout drunk, I'm not going to get behind the wheel of the car. But if, I, if I've knocked a couple back and I smoked a blunt, then, like... I need to like like oh we need you to go pick up this money to buy more drugs be like all right like let's fucking go because um, uh, I dated a drug dealer at the time so that was usually um, I was the transporter which was cool because that Jason Statham movie was fucking dope <laughs> um, so you know I just think that like at a certain point you're just like yeah how hard is it to stay between two fucking lines. And so I feel like that kind of, like, stuck with me. And then, like, throughout my debauchery as a young adult, when I would be under the influence of intoxicants, I would sometimes get behind the wheel when I shouldn't have. And I'm alive today probably because that stupid thing that that guy said one time. You know, just kind of like... Yeah. It's not that difficult to stay between two lines, you know? Um, there is one time that there was a state trooper in front of me, and I just fucking followed him the whole time. I was like, whatever this guy does, I'm going to do. If he breaks, I break. There we go. He swerved, I swerved. <laughs> and 
And then he's like, what were you doing? And he's like, I was following you. <laughs> Why'd you swerve? Uh, that was terrifying. I was 18, man. Just coming back from a party in Canandaigua. And like, I had to drive back to Avon's. It was like 20-something miles. Um, so, this one was me, I'm going to tell you. I, we're <laughs> off topic, but my friend died. And I, I stayed with a loved one who was even more devastated than me. I stayed there like the whole night. I left at like sunrise. I go home, I basically go back to bed at like eight in the morning, whatever it was. But I'm so like distraught that I start like looking up like legal highs. Cause I'm like, you know, yeah. like scared to do like real drugs or whatever. So I uh, figured out that, God, it's like embarrassing. There's like an analog of LSD that people buy at like Wegmans and Tops and stuff, which okay. is like that morning glory seeds that oh, you can okay. plant in your garden, like the blue yeah, flowers. Yeah, so if yeah. you like smash them, yeah. grind them, do whatever, and you eat a certain quantity, which you fucking should not do because it definitely has like uh, fertilizer and like pesticide on it. So yeah. you should definitely fucking not do it. And I should not have done it, but I definitely did it. Because I was like, uh, let's just escape. Let's do some escapism. Um, But anyways, uh, so then, so I did that. Nothing really happened. And then uh, I'm living like a mile away from my loved one. And then they call me and they're like, actually, I'm super devastated again. Can you come through? And I'm like, all right, yeah. Fuck. So I like get in the car. It's a stick shift. And like not feeling anything not feeling anything and then all of a sudden like halfway there like everything starts getting like really stretchy uh-huh. and like the lights are it's like barrel it's that thing when it's like the sun just crack just a little yeah, bit in the sky yeah, it's like yeah. that you know so you can see the buildings and clouds but it's really dark and that light pre, alone pre-dawn pre-dawn yeah we've had this discussion. we have had this uh, probably on the cast um Hey, we we Google too. What's it called? Oh, pre-dawn. Duh. Was it the shitting on my shoes story? Probably. Maybe. Uh, So, anyways, (laughs) like I just it it basically hit me as I was almost there. You know, it's like most of the car ride was over, but like I'm pulling onto the street and it was like, and then like the lights like to the point where like I have to like squint. It's so bright, goddamn. And yeah, it was just like so bad that like. Then it was to the point where I was, like, overstaying my welcome, but trying to, like, figure out a way to not drive back. But yeah. it was close enough to walk so I could, like, play it off. But then, like, why yeah. am I leaving my car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cringe. Damn. Uh, but I've never done... That's LSA. Uh-huh. You know, it's, like, ghetto yeah. fucking teenager version of LSD. But I've never done the real LSD. People say it's, like, legit. I'm scared of it. Uh, I'm not going to try it. I'd rather just do mushrooms. I'm pro mushrooms. Yeah, I try, I'm not. That's to me like it's not really a party. I don't, I don't like to party. I, I don't treat mushrooms like that. But it's an effective. Uh, it's a proven safe and effective way to like stave off uh, severe depression and depressive episodes. So, um, kind of got off topic on that, but yeah, I mean, we were talking about coffee. Uh, it's interesting, like, the flow of conversation, you know? I think, I think, uh, it was a good, uh, good back and forth. Um, alright, so we are going to take a quick commercial break, pay some bills, 
uh, and then we'll be back uh, talk a little bit about uh, a certain rap and hip hop artist who is uh, makes really shitty shoes yeah makes real shitty shoes alright we'll be right back Tweet by Ye. I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jew. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who opposes your agenda. But I fucked your wife. Pete Davidson fucked your wife. <laughs> Sugar dicking your wife, stupid little fucking bitch. I saw this tweet that was like, you mean to tell me that Britney Spears, like, had to have a conservative shirt, conservatorship, uh, for however, but 2008 to just this year? <laughs> the other day, basically. And, 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 and like, Kanye can't get that shit, man. Uh, I, you know, I hate it too, because it's kind of like, a small piece of me is like, feeling like, shitty about like liking some of his older music and like he's on tons of shit right he's on shit he's he's in he's on the pursuit of happiness with kid cuddy he's he's on game songs it's like a universal feeling i think a lot of hip-hop fans feel like that and there are some people that are so loyal to him that they won't hear otherwise and they still fuck with him but for for i think the mainstream people are sick of his bullshit and you know uh those banger albums have it's been a long time since yeah, those it has, ones. Yeah. It's really you know, and uh his debut, um uh graduation, I forget the name, but the the album with Runaway. Yeah. Uh the red one with like the square. Yeah, that was uh, like two thousand five, right? Uh some two thousands. I I don't know. The two thousand five one was the cops. Jesus Walks one. Uh, uh, who shot me but your punk's gonna finish. So, uh, things that Kanye West will never do and never accomplish. Be president of the United States. And have a, a banging ass first fucking verse to a song that goes so fucking hard. I don't think he has the, the, like, the mental capacity now to, like, go hard in that first verse. And I'm not talking about, like, oh, like, spit mad bars or like have some kind of like crazy rhyme prose right like you're doing like quadruple entendre things things like that you know i think that like um i remember when i texted you and i said hey on our next episode i want to kind of talk about like that first verse of a song where it just fucking goes hard and it comes from for your throat and you just responded either with the name of this song hit him up by tupac or first off fuck your bitch and the click you playing like I, that's how you responded to my text and i happened to be listening to this song um because i was doing prep work for my food truck i was at the commissary and like chip on a faker suffer the lsa with a chaser so that sounds like that's such uh this is this is like the third verse right and this isn't even like two parts yeah. But like suffer the Alize with a chaser. Just like think about like what that means. Like Alize is like this it's a liqueur, right? It's not even like anything hard. Yeah, it's like 
the popular rap from, uh, drink from the 90s. Right. Like Cristal and that. Yeah, but, yeah. It's like, it's not like you're doing like, you know, shots of like Johnny Walker or like fire, fire on your chest. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing hard. Nothing that's going to like, so they're basically saying like, oh, you got to suffer this like, this like smooth drink that we all drink, but you got to have it with a chaser. Bring it. Fuck you and your motherfucking mama. <laughs> Donda. Damn. You know what? I'm sorry that your mom died. Donda. Rest in peace. Your son is fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. I mean, like... He's it, hurting people and like, at I, this point. I've, I've said it before, dog. Like, you know, when... If I ever, like, go on a downward spiral, I got people around me. Right, if Katie, if Katie got to fucking tap out of that shit, cause he's like, yo, he, he, he off his rocker. I gotta tap out. I can't, I can't intervene. Right, I got people around me. I got people in my circle. Right, I got people who like, who have my back. And like this motherfucker, man, like, it just, it kind of like, it breaks my heart to think that like, is the rap community that like shitty? That these dudes can't like. I think Can about the game. I, I think about the game. Right. Oh. I think about the game, and, like, I used to look up to that dude, and I, I loved all his albums and shit, and, like, he was, like, my favorite rapper alive, and, uh, man, I just remember, like, uh, I don't know, man, I just remember he, he said on that one song, like, because, uh, because you helped me sell my dream, we you could share my mama now, like, cause Kanye's mama's dead, but like, you helped me, yeah, like launch this one song, my dream, right? I think that was the name of the song. And so it's like, since you helped me, help me out with that, like, you could share my mama now. Like, that's like a nice thing to say. And I was like, oh, cool, like they're boys and stuff. Like, nah. Chappelle brought him. Into yeah. the TV world, he yeah. he was almost—I don't want to say fully nobody—but Chappelle pretty much thought he yeah. saw some talent, and he wasn't wrong. Musical talent doesn't I mean. Remember you're... that episode, dog? Huh? I remember that episode yeah. too. No, I, and like same thing with Most Def. Although Most Def had, he was already like on the scene. Yeah, he would have yeah. had to been like a Brooklyn hip hop person to really know yeah. Black Star and stuff. I I don't think any like suburban white people knew about Black Star. Too much until until Chappelle yeah. on Comedy Central, um, and and that's the same for a lot of artists too. Like um, Anthony Hamilton, I, I fucking love Anthony Hamilton. Uh, we're just checking the baby. Yeah, uh, we got a baby monitor situation. Checking on my daughter. <laughs> so, is she good? Nah, yeah. Oh, um. So, but like, the you know, Kanye's on this like whole. Republican dick riding Tucker Carlson, anti woke, anti. It's like, just this whole right wing shit. And man, that I, motherfucker wearing a White Lives Matter fucking shirt. No one ever thought White Lives didn't matter. That's that's the that's the White Lives up. are the only thing that have mattered for the last two thousand fucking years. It's like um, he thinks he's being edgy and provocative. He thinks he's right. standing up for a cause, but his own community. And even, like, just most of the world that fucks with him, everybody's kind of, like, grossed out. And um, and so, like, on one foot, on one hand, he claims to be, like, a genius and, like, this deep guy. On the other hand, he's, like, a Christian. And then at the same time, he's trying to be, like, gangster and hard. 
And then he's yeah. on some anti-Semitic Jewish shit, but also yeah, black yeah. people are the original Jews, which is a hate cult. It's the language of the uh, black Hebrew Israelites, which is a known hate group. And they hate homosexuals. They hate uh, non-black people. They hate um, black people who aren't in their group. Uh, they, they're they're nasty and mean people. If you encounter them, I'm sorry. Like, they're just not nice. And they're conspiracy people. They're fucking crazy. It's so. just wild to me, too, because, like, you know, like, to me, when I think about hip-hop, when I think about, like, real hip-hop, it's, like, it's it's a, a language of love, right? Like, you're, like, sure, like, dudes talk about, rap about, spit about, like, violence or, like, the environment they grew up in and, like, you know, like, fucking bitches, smacking bitches, all that sort of stuff, right. dealing drugs but then, like, there's, like, a... That's, like, oh, that's... You're scratching the surface. And then when you really, like, break down some of their lyrics, like, a lot of it's, like, really deep. And it's about, like, systemic issues that are plaguing their community. Yeah. And, like... I mean, like, Kanye fucking even said in, like, after Hurricane Katrina, like, he was, like, really, like, moved, right? And upset. You know? And he was, like, you know, going on this, like tirade next to mike myers and then he ended it you know with just like president bush does not like black people and then they're like uh and then they're like cut quick to like uh 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 what's his name chris tucker and he's like uh yeah so anyway uh donate money <laughs> you know it's like a telethon um yeah i just think that like and that was probably like a that should have been like a orange flag to us right we're kind of like looking like oh that's he just kind of like went went rogue didn't read from the teleprompter and he like said a whole a lot bunch of people of, were happy because they yeah. felt like it was valid and it was, overdue it, to be said it was uh bush sat around with his thumb up his ass for days people were just fucking stranded on roofs eating their yeah. own toenails and god knows what to survive yeah meanwhile like white people taking supplies from stores were called survivors and black people doing the same thing were called looters and they were getting shot at by police instead of helped uh that whole thing was a clusterfuck i mean that's a conversation for another day but my my whole thing is i'm not on this woke thing we need to cancel kanye i ain't trying to cancel no kanye kanye your ass i don't fuck with you your music lately is trash you got your own like cult school you open up in cali uh where kids have to chant your mom's name i don't know what kind of educational value there is to chanting donda repeatedly uh, you you are to most Christians a fake Christian to most hip hop artists you're a clown I, I don't know what the fuck you're doing but I'm team skeet all day yeah. uh, and, even and, he, though, and he ain't even fucking your bitch no more he's, he ain't sugar dicking your wife anymore but you can't unfuck Kim so it is what it is you're probably dialing up Ray J by now but uh, <laughs> uh, enough to be said about you you're not important enough for me to waste any further time on man but this death con 3 on Jewish people man I think we've heard quite enough from you yeah and I think that like you know anyone who like wants to listen to this and if somehow it gets back to Kanye's ear which I doubt but like come on man just get like what Pete Davidson's had like get the fucking mental health See a see a shrink, see a psychiatrist, see a fucking therapist, see somebody. Work through your shit, man. Like work through your shit. All it's of okay. us, it's it's fine. Like all of us, do it. All of us talk to people and seek mental health and like try to grow as people. But like, because I want to go back to listening to you. I yeah. like your shit. 
Yeah, man. Your old shit and like occasionally like you're on a track on some new shit and yeah. I'm like it slaps, but I won't listen to you. I won't be streaming your shit. Yeah. I wish I had you on like cassette or something. That way you wouldn't get plays. Uh, but yeah, so come back to Earth. Be normal. Yeah, please. For the love of God. Uh, so man, um, what's uh? How would you say, like, your hearing is? <laughs> uh, so, every day, every single day of my life, I, my wife says, you need to go get your hearing checked. Oh. You have something wrong. I have a referral from my doctor that I'm supposed to go to an audiologist. All right. Um, I'm on leave from, like, work right now. So, I, uh, like, I don't think my insurance is, like, active. Uh, American healthcare is weird, so I'll just go in January or something, or just like I'll just go whenever. Like yeah, right. I'm not profoundly deaf, but I have, what? I have like a, <laughs> I have like yeah, yeah. some level of hard of hearing. Yeah. Uh, where I'm not like you know like I'm I'm on the scale of like mildly hard of hearing, but I can yeah. I can hear enough. I fucking listen to my headphones. I jam. Yeah. Um, and then at other times, this is like the 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 quandary, the paradox. So, on on a level somewhere. There's certain low decibels that I can't understand or hear. Yes. On the other, th- <clears throat> on the other hand, my audio is like a weakness for me that I am so sensitive to audio that it sometimes impairs my ability to like fucking function. Right. And um, and that's not all the time every day, but that's often enough where it is a hindrance. So on one hand, I can't hear you, but on the other hand, I hear too well. Yeah. It sucks, you know? That's a shitty thing. That's that's interesting because, like, that basically parallels to me, right? Like, so on my left side, I'm, like, very hard of hearing, right? Um, I can still hear, but things definitely do sound different, right? From my left ear versus my right. And then it's from drumming, right? Uh, my hi-hat and my crash cymbal were always on the left side of my body. So, like, the hi-hat being those two symbols is always, like, a very, like, high decibel, high-pitched sound. And uh, a lot of times I would not wear ear protection while strumming during a concert or during band practice. Um, so I attribute my hearing loss to that. That and, of course, loud-ass concerts. And then subsequently my hearing was being diminished. And then I would listen to my headphones very loud so I could actually hear the music. Sure. Um also probably like rock and roll like the who or boston i'll be in my car and i'll fucking won't get fooled again comes on i turn that shit all the way up um so you know like i've got that issue you sent me that link uh for that app oh right i I, I have like an audio app too that i use and it kind of like measures my my hearing and it's like oh you've got like somewhat hearing loss and i'm like ah, i feel like that's not super true i feel like i'm at like a moderate hearing loss um, but it's interesting too because like when there are like loud moments of like time where there's a lot going on, I can hear something very specific that someone's talking about, right? Or someone calls my name, I can hear that. And then many times people are like, you heard that, but when it's quiet and I call your name, like you don't hear what I've said. Um, and kind of like the funny thing that I do is like, I'll repeat what I think I heard, you know, like today up, upstairs we're eating dinner. Katie asked for the crumble box. Oh. And I was like, you want my Coke? 
Okay, and so I, that's the difference between hearing and audio processing. And that's like, you know, two branches on the same tree, but those are not the same thing. Someone's hearing could be perfect, and their audio processing could be pretty ass. Is it because I got hit in the head too many times? Could be any number of things, but a lot of people that deal with like ADD or ADHD, yeah. they have audio processing issues of some kind. Uh, people that have had strokes like John Fetterman, um, neurodivergent people, autistic yeah. people. Uh, like, I mean, it's actually, I think it's super common, like yeah. insanely common. I mean, And John Fetterman, uh, the uh, Senate candidate for the state of Pennsylvania, uh, just let us be clear on this that we are supporters of John Fetterman and fuck you, Doctor Oz. Yeah. Eat a huge dick. Uh, um, yeah. Grifter, bitch. <laughs> why don't you go back to Turkey? Go go back to Ohio, and vote in your Turkish elections. Isn't he fucking from New Jersey too? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's where he like yeah. lives. Yeah, like, born fuck in Ohio, felt the need to like serve the Turkish army and like vote in their elections and. Then, Came back and live in New Jersey, and he's like, "I want to be a Pennsylvania senator." Like, no one takes you seriously, yeah, dog. dude. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck out of here. Um, so, you know, there was like this like thing where people were like giving Fetterman shit because he wanted captions, like live captions, during a debate uh, because of his stroke that he had what last year. Two years. Yeah, like no, like yeah. January or something. Yeah. Like yeah, it was like you a know, while and ago. so like you know, he just uh, may need. To make sure that he understands the right context or the, you know, the full question or the response from his other person in the debate, right? Right, and this um, is not, like, fancy equipment or technology. Every right. PC, every smartphone can have this, like, right, live right. thing. FaceTime has it now. Yeah, yeah. Teams, so... So, uh, that led us into a discussion of... I asked Jacob via text, which are always fun conversations. I think sometimes we should, like post those uh uh you know because um i was just like yo what's the difference between like closed and open captioned and i was like i never even heard of open captions right. i only heard of subtitles versus uh closed caption subtitles being when they translate the foreign language into the native language right. and then closed caption when they say to me it's just like when they say uh like laughing maniacally so it's not always dialogue sometimes it's description but i was incorrect the open caption is when you can toggle it? You cannot turn oh. it off. Open captions means that it's it you're going to be reading the dialogue or it's going to say intense music or, you know, like crashing sound. <laughs> yeah. Right? Sometimes it's helpful. I like yeah. Um, so I saw Zodiac whenever it came out, right? It was like a Tuesday matinee at Regal and there was like five other people in the theater I dropped my girl off uh, at the front door because we were, like, running late for the movie. And I gave her the money. I was like, go buy the tickets and, like, let's go. Back when you had to physically buy tickets at the ticket counter. And so, like, I ran inside and she's like, I got the tickets. And as we're walking into the movie theater, she looked at me and she said, it's open captions, by the way. I'm sorry. I didn't want to tell you before we actually got the tickets and we got in here. And I'm like, the fuck do you mean open captions? And then she's like, it, they're going to have, like, the subtitles on the screen. <laughs> because this is open caption for those who are hard of hearing and deaf. And, you know, like, Rochester has a very large deaf community. Um, and I was just like, oh, oh, fuck. Like, I'm going to be reading. And Was this Regal Henrietta? Yeah. So it's even more. Yeah, it's closer like, to RIT. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, and like, I don't care, right? Um, but so then we were going back and forth via text message, Jacob, 
And, uh, you know, it was kind of like I asked Katie and our friend Teddy the other day because Katie will frequently turn subtitles on. Now, like, when we're watching, like, House of Dragon, right, they all have British accents, and sometimes we we miss what one of them said, so we'll turn the captions on. And so, like, now we watch the show with the captions on just because, like, we want to be certain that we heard and understand what they were saying, right? And they have, like, this medicine. It's called Milk of the Poppy, right? Mm. Which, it's poppy, right? So it's, like, opium. Sure. I watched all eight seasons of Game of Thrones, and they referred to this as Milk of the Poppy. And the way that they said Milk of the Puppy, I thought it was Milk of the Puppy. I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> Bro, and we're like episode eight of of House of Dragons. So you're not even on the same show. You're on the spinoff. Bro. You're eight episodes in. You've invested hours, days of your time. A week of your life has been spent <laughs> to this dragon show. And you finally fucking Milk of the poppy? Not. I thought it was milk of the puppy. I was Dude, like, so what would it be? The fucking cum then? Puppy cum? No, I thought like puppy milk. Maybe like if they just call it that because it's like, oh, if you give like a puppy the mother's milk, it helps them like sleep I don't or see something. Any scenario where this is not puppy cum, bro? <laughs> <laughs> puppy cum. Jesus Christ, dog man. I feel so fucking stupid. God damn it. Um, so like I have a problem where if i'm watching a show or a movie and it is in american english <laughs> or even british english right like queens um or the kings do they call it the kings now oh the king's english yeah 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 i know what you mean yeah british english yeah. so if it's if it's in english right i can't pay attention to what is happening on the screen and i can't pay attention to the words that are happening because I'm hearing what the characters are saying and then I am forced to read what they are saying. It's like, for me, I, like, almost... It's like... Number one, it's, like, super weird to watch something without it. I I watch everything forever on every device, even Call of Duty, when they speak, I have enabled closed captions. Mm -hmm. Everything I do has captions. Everything. But when I don't have it, it's it's noticeably weird. But when I'm watching it, see, I'm not like reading it at all. I'm not. It's like a map kind of, and it's like you're not like consciously like F and then one, and then you're like you're doing all this yeah. work to find it. You're like volcano, you know. You kind right. of just like see it, and then you kind of keep it moving. And so the 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 words at the bottom for me, like I'm so it's being used to it. I think, but like I'm so used to it being there that like I I'm really checking like uh i i don't actively read every single right, word it's right. like i i'm looking for that third word that i didn't hear right or sometimes and that's like a nice to have it's 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 definitely nice to have and then there's there's times where like uh it's ahead and mm-hmm. i hate that yeah and it's like it's just like two sentences ahead of the the real time right. i'm like ah you ruined the joke fuck and you know and like that's the time when closed caption is, is annoying as fuck or, like, um, my, actually, my biggest fucking, like, Hulk smash anger, I don't even get angry, like, at life, but, like, sometimes, like, you share, like, your profile, and, like, my cousin, uh, mm-hmm. she has this podcast, probably won't listen to it, but my cousin, like, has my Hulu profile, and, like, we all, all my family shares Hulu or whatever, but, like, me and her have the same, like, profile, 
and and she like definitely turns off. It's either her or like her yeah. boyfriend or something. But somebody up in there tur- turning off my damn captions, <laughs> and uh, that drives me absolutely fucking crazy. Yo, give her her own profile on your account. It's not my Hulu. It's like my grandma's Hulu. So uh, like, so like, so like, uh, yeah. Vicky has Hulu of her own. Right. But this is like my mom's like old Roku from like a million years ago. So it's like oh, still sure, logged sure, into sure, that, sure. you know, um, and and. I'm just like, whatever, it's already on. I'm just going to use it. But anyways, like, yeah, it's just like, that drives me absolutely fucking crazy. I like to know what the fuck is happening. But at the same time, when we go to the movies, like we went to the movies the other day. Yeah. And when we go to the movies, like, they'll be like, um, this movie is available with closed captions or like, you know, regular or whatever. And I, I will always choose the one without because A, I don't like, if I'm at my house, that's one thing. But like, I don't feel like, I, I don't feel like it's reasonable to have the expectation that, like, everybody I go to see a movie in public with should have to, uh, like, do the labor of having to read the whole thing. And then it does obstruct part of the screen. Uh, I feel bad. Then there's, like, that giant doohickey that looks exactly yeah. like this. Yeah. And Sticks out it's kind of like, uh, it's like, it's a like mini screen. hey, I can't hear right. Like, right. I, I'm embarrassed by that. I don't want to oh, fucking attach man. that to I my mean, cup holder. Like, that's goofy. I'm not, like, at that point in my life where it's kind of, like, internal ableism. True. But, like, I, I you know, maybe one day I'll try it. But, um, I mean, we, we did see, it's kind of, like, off topic. But, like, yeah, we did see the movie. And then it's funny because, like, the fucking first 20 minutes. Yeah. Closed captions would have been amazing. The sound, the sound was not working, and like we, this, this movie theater was a shit show. Dog. Yeah, yeah, it's an old dollar theater in 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 in, in Rochester, and like, it was man, cute. They uh, first twenty minutes, there was like no sound. It was like background sound, so we heard like a doorbell or like a dog bark, <laughs> and then like the like the audio for like the main track for like the fucking. Um, dialogue was like not playing correctly so instead of like just like it's a digital thing instead of like they fixed it and then they fucking stopped the movie and then they rewound it but they couldn't rewind it so we could skip the fucking preview so we had to watch all five fucking trailers again and it was that was rough but it was like it was kind of like comedic gold too so it was the movie bros with billy eichner um and it was like his like uh his own movie of uh it was a, a gay rom-com um, and it was, it was pretty good. It was funny. Um, I, it wasn't what I expected. Yeah. I don't regret watching it at all or anything, yeah. but, uh, I it was, was a gay rom-com. It was a rom-com. I didn't go in expecting a rom-com at all. I was yeah. expecting a buddy comedy, like a Chuck and Larry, mm. which was like, to me, yeah. very funny, very funny all the time. And this like, was more I think romantic. The, I think the way that they sold it too, it was definitely as like a comedy, you know, like, this was a sweet so, movie. I wouldn't even, you know, yeah. I mean, it was it was romantic. It, it was, was heartfelt. It was, it was wholesome. Yeah, it, my favorite. I was, t- I mean, no spoiler alert or whatever, but like my favorite was like the the zingers on Shit's Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a salute, but also right. like ah, we're sick of your shit. Oh, we don't need to do another gay wedding. Like everyone knows, <laughs> everyone's seen Shit's Creek. <laughs> you know, so it was it was pretty funny. Um, a lot of sex scenes. Yeah. Uh, and like they all had their like boxer briefs still on and like is that something that's like inherently part of the like the gay male um community that they all wear boxer briefs 
I, dude, all right. So it was like me and you in the theater, nobody else, and then there's like one guy directly yeah. behind us. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? The whole theater is empty, man. Right. You're fucking right behind us. Yeah. Anyways, um, but like, what I don't know if you noticed, but like when the first like it turned into like a sex scene very quickly yeah yeah, it was just no transition right and like my head just went like because i I was not ready yeah i figured there'd be something it's provocative yeah that's fine but i was definitely shocked and then by the fifth or sixth one you're like used to it you're like ah you know these guys like to fuck it's like a big deal you know very open sexually too um it was like a good like peer into like the the homosexual um, dating scene, right? And we got to see um, gay, lesbian, bi, transgender, Q plus. Everyone in the movie was an alphabet person. Yeah, uh, yes, <laughs> as Dave Chappelle <laughs> calls them. Uh, uh, but I, I question at the end though, because they they have like uh, Keenan and then like Ben Stiller, and they were like portraying yeah. someone. Right, 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 right. Those people are not, but right. the main cast, yeah, everybody's. Yeah. L's or B's yeah. or T's or G's or T I A's or Q's. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so like, we watched it at the Dollar Theater. It was a cool, cool movie. It was funny. Uh, I would watch it again, like with my girl, if it was like for free on Netflix. Yeah. But I'm not buying it. I'm not gonna yeah. like you know pay to Apple TV it or anything like that. Uh, uh, overall, good movie. Good. For All right. Out of ten, I asked you earlier oh. tonight, and oh. we we. What would you, what would you on give it? On a rom-com it? scale, not on a com... I can't give it on a comedy scale. Because if I give it on a true comedy scale, it's not going to get that good of a grade. Yeah. I love you, Billy Eichner. You're funny as fuck, but not... Okay. But on a, on a, on a rom-com, straight, gay, whatever... <clears throat> okay, my best one is... I don't really like these movies, but Always Be My Maybe is, like, my favorite one. Yeah, yeah. So that would be, like, my 10. So for this, I give... Between a seven and a half to an eight. Damn, I'm gonna give it like between like a six and a seven, on rom com scale. It definitely had like some good zingers in there. Had a good love story. Um, there was like, uh, you know, like when a movie introduces like a plot theme, and there was like him. He was like a famous or a quasi famous podcaster. No, he was famous, a famous podcaster in the movie because he just he was celebrating hitting a million subscribers to his podcast. He he was like and then they, picked to be like a, a right, director or something. Director of the LGBTQ plus museum in uh in New York City, right? So they went back to him on the cast a few times after like the opening sequence of him giving his podcast like, right? And then they just abandoned that completely. It was almost yeah. like it was like it it had a very like um Carrie Bradshaw giving her like monologue during the Sex in the City. Yeah. Episode. I got that same vibe though. I got right. that same kind of like she was storytelling right. as she's right doing it. You're right. Where they didn't tie that end. Right. Oh. oh okay. And it was like he just got caught up in a relationship, and then he was like, he didn't podcast anymore. Wow. Right. You just blew my mind. So I like, forgot about that. You know, and it's interesting too. Like things that I think about when I watch movies. When he went over to that first guy's house that he met on Grinder, and like they hooked up. The and, jerk like, off. Yeah. Jerking off yeah. next to each other. Okay. So, when they took their shirts off and started making out, I was looking. I always do this when I'm in like a movie or a show. I look at, like, what is, what are they showing us in the frame 
other than the current people who are the subjects. What have they put in the background? What have they put in the foreground, right? So he had, like, postcards and, like, pictures on his wall. Right. It was just, I don't know. So it's like, and then I think to myself, like, was that purposeful, right? Like, did did they choose to put that on there? Or they were like, let's just have it look like a regular run-of-the-mill. Because, you know, the second guy that he hooked up with, like, the gym rat guy, right? He had, like, New York Rangers yeah, stuff. Yeah, he did. He had a, a Bette Midler uh uh poster <laughs> yeah. right so like that was totally intentional and they didn't they didn't even speak on it right it was just there and that, to me it was to make it like the or or like the other uh the the hockey player late in life right. gay guy playing like mortal Kombat. right and that's the i the, I, the artistic way of giving like a three-dimensional aspect that like not all mm-hmm. like gay people are a monolith and some right. are into this and some are into that right 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 uh right. I, I like I like exploring that though I kind of like I I'm because I know that there is somebody right there's a, a cinematographer or there's a set designer or there's someone who's like okay what's the vibe what's the feel what act does this scene happen in the movie what's the build up like what is this character and like there's so much that goes into it right they actually like things that aren't flushed out in a character right through dialogue or through flashback or through like character development in the movie yeah things are established about that character through the use of props yeah and i to me as like an artist photographer amateur photographer right um it just uh it piques my interest right it's kind of like Oh, yeah. what do I want to put in the background, right? I've got, like, oh, my Nintendo 64 and, like, all these things, you know, things that we have down here in the fucking man cave, you know? Like, what do, what do I want to show? So, it's interesting. Um, I want to say one more thing about the movie. And yeah. Then I don't care anymore to talk about <laughs> it. But the other the other thing, like, props, you know, cool. Uh, cool uh, to Billy Eichner. The, the, and this is why I gave it, like, a higher grade. But the the way that they organically taught the audience yeah so it 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 wasn't like jammed down your throat about stonewall riots about um first trans person whatever it was yeah but like there were so many historical or important facts or brave stories and they i don't know i I just felt like they layered it in there in a way that felt natural and not in a cheesy way like they kind of just making you learn and you're at school yeah. So, um, as far as writing goes, I appreciated that. And some of the stuff I already knew, because, like, because my grandma's gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was, like, she marched in D.C. for, like, rights and that. And so, like, she taught me some stuff growing up and some stuff she just, you know, she would tell me if I asked, but I didn't ask. Right. So, uh, so she didn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Bill Clinton era. <laughs> uh, and then you just, you just reminded me of a different movie that you recommended to me that I, I wanted to say... Fucked me up, bro. Uh, don't look up. Ah, oh. dude, I that movie fucked me up. Yeah, I will dude. never be the same. Yeah, <laughs> I will never be the same. Yeah, dude. Uh, Jonah Hill character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's like, first of all, he's an asshole the whole movie. But like towards the end, when they're all doing like prayers, and he's like, "Can we just say like a prayer for like nice stuff? Like, how about a shout out to like material things? Like, there's like cool shit out there, you know, and like like expensive watches and shit, and like let's just." You know, like, dear God, like, let's just be thankful to, like, awesome fucking watches. And, like, just, like, the the way, the materialism, and then, like, how it, like, 
is so pervasive in our culture, yet doesn't fucking matter if the planet is going to, like, explode upon itself. So, beautifully done. Uh, When Leo was, like, yelling at the camera, but it's, like, yelling at the TV camera. But it was really, like, it wasn't, like, his character, Professor Mindy, yelling to the Earth. It was really, like, Leo himself yelling at us. Yeah. And just screaming. It was a powerful movie, man. Like, it it fucked me up, too, man. I remember, like, when Katie and I watched it, I was like, nah, man, like... Because it's, it's what we're living through. It's like, it's the world that we're living in. And it's just like, man, these motherfuckers who are like, man, those motherfucking flat earthers. Motherfucking flat earthers. Like, how fucking <laughs> dumb are you? Man, this isn't the fucking 1500s. And they say that the other planets are not flat. That's huh. what gets me. I think they're just doing it to be edge. It's like Kanye, man. Connie's probably a fucking flat earther dog. I fucking... B.O.B. though. You know that washed up uh, 2012, 2011. And M.I.A. Remember M.I.A., the airplane yeah. song? She's an anti-vaxxer now. Oh, don't tell me that. Yeah, she's done. Fuck. Anti-vaxxer. Well, she, she got kids, man. They're going to be fucking done. Well, she's British. So I mean, she's fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Also, the queen died. All right, that's it for episode eight of season two of Cold Brew and Hip Hop. I'm Kazi. Uh, JMB. And uh, until next time, keep it real, everybody. Peace.